Hey guys, Declan Grogan here. I hate people talking before a podcast episode just as much as the next guy, but I wanted to say sorry about botching the Patreon link on the last episode. I fixed the link and it is now listed in the show notes below, so please head over to support the show if you are so inclined. We're posting bonus content, like an after-show podcast where we talk with the cast about the episode that just launched and invite Patreons to take part. It means the world when you support us, and the more Patreons we get, the more likely interseason content will be. So any tears appreciated. Thank you so much. And on with the show. Hi there. My name is Tyler Bopp, and I live in Whopperton, Michigan. It's a little town on the northern coast of the Upper Peninsula, and it is the greatest place in the world. My dad owns a candle shop near the center of town, and lately business hasn't been great. He blames the lack of tourism, which I find ridiculous because Whopperton is the greatest place in the world. I figure that the reason nobody else recognizes this is because the word hasn't gotten out on Whopperton. And therefore, I've created a podcast, the most popular form of entertainment, to show all that Whopperton has to offer. So please sit back and relax as I take you around my town. didn't see you there. Why don't you take your shoes off? Have a seat on the couch. Comfortable? Good. Because the state of Whopperton sure isn't. If you don't remember from last week, we kicked off our relaxing summer with the soul-crushing news that the Pierces were closing their mining company and leaving Whopperton after being the economic heart of the town for well over a century. After getting tarts with Captain Bird, I thought things might be okay. But it seems the town doesn't agree with me, as evident by this follow-up interview I tried to do last week with the lady that runs the hot dog stand. Do you like making Polish sausages or just regular hot dogs better? If you're nervous to talk, I can put the recorder away. Give me all your hot dog buns! Hey, what are you doing? Everything is uncertain! He who owns the grains is the one who gains! The town seems to have been thrown into a slight yet understandable panic over its future. If I'm going to get this summer back on track, I'll need to do something that puts people's minds at ease. The town needs money, the mine is closed, and as we all know, there's something I can do to save Whopperton. Baking. There's no better way of raising money than the time-honored tradition of a bake sale. People can't ride in the streets if their bellies are full of cakes and creams. I'm sure all Whopperton needs is a good old-fashioned bake sale, but if we're going to raise enough dough, we are going to need an ace up our sleeve. You see, every summer a very special berry grows in the forest of the Upper Peninsula that you can't find anywhere else. It looks almost like a raspberry, but it's so much more refined and delectable. These little hemispheres of mouth-watering flavor are known as thimbleberries, and if you get enough of them, you can make a jam that coats every part of your mouth with a sweet, and slightly tangy taste. Thimbleberry jam is a delicacy around here, and people will pay top dollar for even a spoonful. Luckily, Miss Nancy sells the stuff by the jar at the reasonable price of $12 a pop. If we can secure even just one jar, we can make enough thimbleberry tarts, cakes, and danishes to quadruple our profits and save the mine. That is why I can think of no better person to sell us jam than Miss Nancy.
Come on, work. Still have radio problems, huh? Oh, hello there, Tyler. It's so good to see a customer. Can I interest you in a baker's dozen of eclairs? Perhaps even a double baker's dozen? Oh, no, sorry. I've only got enough money for a jar of thimbleberry jam. Ah, well, you're in luck. We got the first batch of the year right here. Fantastic. I'll take a jar. All right, that'll be $20. $20? That can't be right. Oh, you're right. My mistake is $21.50 after tax. But last year was 11 a jar. Well, the price has gone up. It's been a smaller crop of berries this year. You're increasing the price because the Pierces are leaving town. No, the market price is $22.50. You just added a dollar. Things are uncertain right now. People aren't spending money and I need to make a profit. You're doing it because the jam lady raised her price. How did you know that? Uh, I saw her sign on the way over. Fine. She may have influenced me, but what can I do? Lowering your price may beat your competitors, but when it comes to the mighty thimbleberry, people get suspicious. They want to know how you got it so low. Are you skipping on ingredients, or worse, have you been using raspberries? <gasps> no. It's true. Before the jam lady, old baking Benny used to sell the stuff at $8 a jar. When the town found out it was raspberries, they chased them into the forest. What if I talk to the jam lady? Get her to bring her price down to 11. If you both go down, people will buy more without questioning. <laughs> Be my guest, but you don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? Once you enter the jam world, there's no going back, Tyler. It's ruthless out there. I find that very hard to believe. Baking Benny said the exact same thing. I'm going to go talk to the jam lady. People have died for the berry. That's not true. May God have mercy on your soul. Thank you, Nancy, for the ominous message. It looks like we'll have to take a slight detour across the street before we can start our bake sale, but I'm sure once we get the Jam Lady on board, we'll have our fundraiser up in no time. From what Nancy has said about her, the Jam Lady may be difficult, but I'm sure once we explain the situation, we can get her on board. That's why I can think of no better person to dismantle an oligopoly with than the Jam Lady. Oh, hello there, young man. Oh, hi. What's wrong? I, I don't know. I guess I just didn't expect you to be so welcoming. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone is welcome here at the Jam Lady. That's great to hear. I want to talk to you about lowering the price of one of your jams. Get out! What? Nancy sent you, didn't she? Of course she did! I come on my own accord. Oh, sure. That's what every one of Nancy's spies says. She sent people here before? Corporate espionage is a white-collar crime, young man. I could get you for 20 to life. I swear, Nancy didn't send me. She tried talking me out of coming here. Hmm. Well... And what jam price do you want to bring down? Thimbleberry. You are a spy! I'm not! Lies! Lies! I swear! I swear on your life! No, your mother's life! No, your... your... I, I swear on the life of Baking Benny? Do you understand what you've just done? I... I think? He was a traitor to the jam world. He got too deep and couldn't pull himself out. You and Nancy will end up the same way if you keep charging this high. Don't you think I know that? The town's gone cold, no one's buying. It's everyone for themselves since the mine went under. I've got all supply, no demand, and I've got no choice, Tyler! Your supplier. I can bring your supplier's berry price down. That way you can afford a price decrease. How did you know my supplier's been up in price? Uh, basic economics? He's a very dangerous man. No one's ever seen him. All I know is he's working with the monks. The monks? The monks! They have their own monastery just out of town. All they know is praying and picking berries. On the first of every month, I have to leave an envelope 
full of unmarked bills on their doorstep by noon, or else. No more berries. The envelope is to be left blank, except for the words, Silence is golden. Silence is golden? That's what they call him. The supplier. They call him Silence is golden? They call him the silence. The silence that creeps in from all around. The silence that is ever present, ever watching, ever giving. Will you lower your price if I talk to him? If you talk to the silence and live, I'll do whatever you want. You guys are insane. People have died for the berry. No, they haven't. May God have mercy on your soul. Thank you, Jam Lady, for somehow pulling off a conversation where neither of us said our names. I'm on side of the Jelly Bowl, a small bakery shop next door to the monastery outside of town. The monks run it in their free time and make what I've heard to be the best nut and berry-based goods you can find. I tend to stay away because, as I said, the monastery is outside of town and I'm already getting homesick, so I can think of no better reason to make this quick. Hello, brother. Welcome to the Jelly Bowl. What nut or fruit-based good can I get for you today? Uh, I'm not here to buy. I just want to talk to the silence. Ah, uh, uh, the silence. I, uh, I'm not sure I know what you mean. You're the silence. What? You're the silence. I need to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, young man, I assure you there's no one here with such a silly yet cool-sounding name. Cut the crap. We both know who you are and you're wasting my time. All right, you figured it out. What do you want, a walnut cookie? I want you to lower your thimbleberry price. Are you insane? Do you know who you're talking to? I don't care. Lower the price. I am the silence. Every moment of blissful pleasure you've received from a sweet treat has been orchestrated by these hands. Every mixture of flour, sugar, butter, and berries could disappear with the snap of these fingers. I know you have the stock. You've got the monks picking right now. You're in too deep, Tyler. You better swim up before you drown. You can't scare me. I'm not baking Benny. I wiped Benny off the face of the earth without lifting a finger. Lower the price. Never! You've been in this game for an afternoon, but I've been in it for a lifetime. Those two old women are pawns raising their prices in fear without knowing that it gives me the perfect opportunity to drive berry prices up. All I have to say is... The crop's been small this year, and they lap up every spilled thimbleberry to sell to the mindless masses. I have all the cards! All but the fancy man. How do you know about the fancy man? I figured out you were the silence. You don't think I can figure out your greatest weakness? He's impossible! He's the one jam dealer in town that doesn't use me as a supplier. He sells the stuff on the side. I can't figure out where he gets his berries. I can and I can make sure that he has to buy from you if you lower the price. Silence speaks a thousand words. I'll deliver him to you by the end of the day. People have died for the berry. No, they haven't. But today that might change. May God have mercy on your soul. If I want to sell jam on the sides, that is my business! Come on, Leo, you're the last loose end. You've got the fanciest restaurant in town. Why would you need to sell jam as long as you got the uh, La Dinde Sexual? If I need to sell the finest jam on the market to keep our store afloat, I will. The fancy man will not cease. 
I'm telling you, if you give it up, I can save the mine and keep the pierces in town. You won't need the jam business. You think a big sale will save our souls? They are tainted red with the juice of the simple berry. At least start buying some of your berries from the monks. I don't need to. Michelle picks all the berries I need every morning. It's foolproof. You have to buy something from the silence. No! Holy, you almost hit me. We will not buy from this silence. Your, your, your name isn't Michelle. What? How do you know that? It's okay, Leo. It's time the truth finally came out. I'm... Baking Benny. My real name is Benny Ronan. I grew up in Whopperton just like you. Grew up on the same sweet nectar we all do. I fell in love with the thimbleberry. I devoted everything to it. I thought I could open up a shop in town, show everyone the love I found in that sweet red jam. But the silence swept in the moment I opened my doors. He started me off with low prices to get me hooked, but then he jacked them way up. I begged him to lower it, but he just laughed. He wasn't laughing when I stopped buying from him. You turned down the silence? I wouldn't pay his absurd prices. I just wouldn't. But the moment I was on my own, he made sure I would never see a thimbleberry again. No one would sell to me. I drove all the way to Houghton Hancock looking for a supplier. And everyone closed their blinds on me. I tried picking them myself, but every bush I found was licked clean before I got there. That's when I started putting raspberries in the recipe. No! I had no choice! I just put a few in, but the moment I sold them, the silence knew. He stirred the town into a frenzy. I just wanted to share my love of the jam. If it's too painful to remember. No! The boy should know. He took everything from me. They ripped the clothes off my back. I was left in the woods, naked and afraid. That's when Leo found me, took me in, nursed me back to health. He gave me a new life, gave me work, gave me a new identity. All I had to do was grow a handlebar mustache, and no one could tell it was me. It was fine for a while, but my whole life was the berry. I tried to convince Leo to let me back into the game. I could pick in secret, and he could sell it on the side. It took ages, but I finally convinced him. And now you have the money. Yes. What? I haven't been honest with you, Leo. I've been saving my share. You don't mean... I have enough! I can open a shop again! The silence will kill you! No, he won't! Every morning while picking, I've been talking to the monks out in the woods. They're tired of the silence. They're ready for something new. You mean... Tonight's the night. Tonight is when I break the silence. I'll take control of the operation and keep the berry prices low. So all can enjoy the sweet nectar that I did as a boy. I'll never hold you back. You know this. I'd owe you my life if it didn't already belong to the jam. Wait. People have died for the berry. I know. 
because I was one of them. May God have mercy on your soul. I must go. You know Bill Montgomery started selling this stuff at this coffee shop for like six bucks a jar? Six bucks? Are you kidding me? You guys are crazy. I can't believe I lost a whole day to this. M Michelle might kill a man. It is for a righteous cause. It's for a barrier. I I'm going to Bill's. Alright, here's a fresh one just off the shelf. And it's... it's six dollars. Yeah. Why? Is that high? No, no, it's perfect. Alright, well, if you ever need more, just let me know. Thank you. I, I didn't even know you sold Thimbleberry Jam. Well, I actually just started. We had a drop in sales last week, so I thought I'd branch out. That seems to be a common theme around town. Yeah, a nice old monk came by and gave me a real low price for berries if I signed with him. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm just about sold out on this batch, so I'll have to call him tomorrow. Hey, do you mind if I grab another jar? Oh, sure. Thanks, you're, you're really a lifesaver. Don't mention it. It's exciting getting into the jelly game. The jam game. What? It, it, it's called the jam game. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Look, maybe you should think about staying away from the world of jams and jellies. What? People have died for the berry. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, let's just see if it can help the store. I'm just saying there are plenty of options. Especially for you. You could always just sell a gold bar to stay flown until this all blows over. What? Again, thank you so much for the jam. How... How do you know I have the gold? Hmm? Oh, uh, I think your dad told me. My dad doesn't know I have it. Um, well, I guess I just assumed you'd have it then. You just assumed I'd break into my father's museum and take his gold? Yes. No one knows I have the gold, Tyler. Not even my husband, Sean. Are you sure? How did you know I had it? I honestly, I, 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 I think I saw... My father told me to stay away from you. Maybe I should, uh... He said you were dangerous. I think I should, um, I, I should get home. How did you know about the gold, Tyler? How did you know my secret? Tyler! Come back here, Tyler! Confidential voice mailbox of Dr. Ramus Card. No, Please come leave on. Tyler! 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 What's the matter, boy? I, I can't. I, I can't breathe. You're having a panic attack. Look at me. You have to slow your breath. I, I, I can't. What do you hear? What? What do you hear, Tyler? I, I, uh, I, I hear cicadas. Deep breath in. What else do you hear? Uh, birds. The ocean. Breathe out. What can you see? The, the woods. A, a car. What color? The, the woods or the car? It doesn't matter, Tyler. What color? Blue. Breathe in. What can you smell? I... I smell pine. A fish. Breathe out. Something's barbecuing. Breathe in. I can smell a fire. Breathe out. There you go. 
Feel better? Yeah. Thank you. How'd you know how to do that? Well, believe it or not, Tyler, I wasn't always the laid-back, roguishly handsome man I am today. I used to feel dread, and whenever it got bad, my mother would just ask me what was around me. What I could see, hear, and smell. Pull me back to the earth. Wow. She was something else. Always knew what I wanted, what I needed. I'll always miss her. I bet she'd be proud to see you carrying on the tradition. I hope so. What happened? Uh, I just got out of a shop in city center. Things are a bit stressful. You're telling me? Ta Pierce is leaving as everyone on edge. It must be hard having a family store right now. We haven't sold a candle all week. I think I'm starting to realize a bake sale isn't enough to save the town. Well, they certainly wouldn't hurt. I could use a thimbleberry tart right about now. You and me both. Thank you, Captain. You know, things may be rough, Tyler, but it's not your job to fix everything. I know. I'm serious. I used to think I had the weight of the world on my shoulders. That everyone's happiness depended on me. It wore me down. I'd have panic attacks just like you, and around the fifth time my mom was asking me what color the trees were, she finally said, Bert, it's all in your head. At some point you have to choose for you. Forget about what's going to make everyone else happy. What's going to make you happy? I was stunned. I didn't know what to say, so I just said, I like fishing. She smiled at me and said, I know. And she gave me my first fishing pole right then and there. The one you gave me? She had it ready? Like I said, she knew what I wanted. What I needed. She was a wonderful woman. The point is, Tyler, if whatever you're worrying about is causing you to fall over losing breath, it's probably more in your head than you realize. I know you love this town, and everyone in it, but tearing your hair out over it isn't going to do anyone any good. Forget about what everyone else wants, and ask, what do I want? Trust me, there's no magical way you can save the whole town. Well, I wouldn't be too sure about that. Just think about it. And if you ever feel the weight of it all again... Just remember to look around, ground yourself, and breathe. Thank you, Captain. Don't mention it. I don't know what I'd do without you, Tyler. So take care of yourself. Are you good to get home on your own? Yeah, I think I am. Well, I'll be here. If you ever need something, just let me know. Thank you all for coming along. Next week, we try something different. What is up, people? Colleen Grogan in the house. Due to Dylan Ward being sick, aka affirmative action, I am taking over the role of credits woman. Suck it, haters. I'm awesome. By the way, mm, this jam is amazing. Now I get why someone would kill a man in cold blood for it. Speaking of killing a man in cold blood, don't forget to check out the link to the show's Patreon in the show notes. All sorts of bonus content is on its way, so head over to pledge a donation. Tyler is played by that guy. Nancy was played by Karen Galvin, who wants to promote general health. The Jam Lady was played by Veronica Mansour, who has an EP out called Blue Bedroom. She also has a fully produced musical shot in cinematic style called An Old Family Recipe coming out in the near future. Follow An Old Family Recipe on Instagram to catch it when it drops. The Silence was played by our fearless podcast network leader, Justin Borak. He's got his own show called This Is Gonna Work that you may be hearing Tyler on very soon. He also does the show Into the Vineyard and Wrestling History 101. Check out the Audio Mint Podcast Network for all the great shows we're partnered with.
Leo Grizel is played by Jack Goland, who is on Twitter at The Grolin, and Baking Benny was played by Jake Nicewander, who has a YouTube channel called Jake vs. The Many. Bill Montgomery was played by Wilkie Macariola, who you can find on Instagram at Wilkie D. Macariola. Finally, Captain Burt was played by the impeccable Jimmy Brown, who's on the YouTube channel Top Numbers in the Buried Podcast. Music for My Town is made by Emmett Huseman. He does excellent work that you can find online at emmetthuseman.com. My Town is created and produced by Declan Grogan. Thank you to the Audio Mint Network for having us aboard. Rate the show, tell people about it, post about it, do it all. Hip, hip, hooray. James Colonane certainly did with this hour-long season one theory breakdown on YouTube that you can find at his channel, Jay Mois. Thank you and good night. You were just listening to an Audiment podcast.